guys. It's Easter Sunday. It's live here at the Walgreens House, I promise. It's raining outside, I can tell you that right now. I can see it. We are live. And so it's Easter Sunday. Um, we're still in our homes today. It's, it's odd in that way, but um, at the same time, there are some things that kind of feel familiar, right? We've got the eggs going on. It's raining on Easter, which it always does. And uh, historically in the church, we have this phrase that we'd say on Easter Sundays. We'd say, He is risen. And of course, in the response, you say, uh, He is risen indeed. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Now, what's funny about that is that uh, if you were in a church in Russia, the idea with this was I would say that to you in the street, and then the response would be three kisses. So, just imagine, I said it to you twice, three kisses. There you go. Happy Easter, right? Uh, <laughs> if you guys would mind, take a second. Uh, like and share uh, the, uh, the feed service. It's a way to kind of invite your family and friends to jump in uh, with us for Easter Sunday. Now, um, it's Easter, but I still want to kind of end our series that we've been talking about. And the whole idea of this series has just been that, you know, to imagine that we're talking to someone who's been uh, struggling with their, uh, with their mind, with their emotions. The idea is, is to kind of give them something uh, each week to encourage them to be willing to kind of wake up another day. And again, it's, it's, it's had this whole new kind of a, um, an angle for us now with the quarantine. Because it kind of speaks to us, because we kind of need uh, some things to anchor us. So we've talked about, um, you know, some different things like friendship, and we've talked about art, we've talked about all sorts of different things to kind of help people be encouraged to stay with us. But today's kind of, um, I don't know, it's a special one. And so today what I want to say is, you would miss the walk home. It sounds odd, I know, stay with me. There's some kind of a weird thing inside of us as humans, right? It's this need or desire for us to find a place that we belong. Right? To find meaning, to find purpose. Now, what's odd about this is that everything in your life is actually a sign of, of this, this thing that's, under, uh, that's happening under the surface. Uh, the clothes you're wearing today, your sports team, uh, politics, the church you go to, right? All of this kind of plays into the sense that we're always trying to find our home. I think that you can kind of find this in high school. It's almost the easiest to see it, right? We're all trying to find somewhere that we fit. You know, to, to find a group that kind of um, it helps us make sense of who we are, but also kind of to, to find this place that we feel safe. Now, what's interesting about this is that on Easter Sunday, it's not a day that that's really about sin or, or about blood. Easter is about something different. Uh, it's specifically about the afterlife. And in that, it's really about what is coming on the other end of this life. What are we to expect about this? We have this God who promises this life, this life that comes after death. But what is, I mean, what more is there beyond that? Now, uh, if you guys have your Bibles, go to John 14. John 14, verse 1. I got the NIV here this morning. John 14, verse 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, so believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go to prepare a place for you, uh, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Verse 5 gets interesting. And so Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know the place that you're going. Would you please show us how to get there? So the response of Jesus is this. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. 
And so Philip, which is always one of my favorite people in the scriptures, he comes in here in verse 8 and says, But Lord, show us the Father, that we, and that will be enough for us. So in verse 9, here's the words of Jesus. And he answered Philip, and he said, Do you not know me? Now, there's a lot in that. I plan to unpack it. But stay with me here. There are birds who migrate. And there are some birds that migrate a very uh, long distance. Now, the Arctic, how do you even say this? The Arctic turn, that's actually a bird if you didn't know, right? It actually travels 44,000 miles a year. It has this ability to, to find its home. And to do this, it's in, it's in constant flight. Now, it lives about 30 years. So in its lifespan, it will fly about 1.3 million miles. That is to go to the moon and back three times. It's amazing, right? Now, there's nothing in this, in this bird's brain that's consciously saying, I need to get home, and the way is to go left, and then a right, and then a right, and I'll be home. It's a sense. It's almost like a pulling, right? It's a honing beacon. There's something inside this animal which creates a powerful pull or a tug, which draws it to begin to, to search out this home. Now, what's interesting about this bird is it doesn't fly straight home as a zigzag pattern, right? And so basically it spends its entire life kind of shifting this direction and that direction, trying to hone in to find that place called home. Now this bird, to me, kind of reminds me most of us. We have this thing inside of us that tells us that we need to find this place that we call home, this place of safety, this place of belonging. Now what's interesting about our lives is that we will find a series of homes, right? Uh, think about relationships or jobs or um, an actual house. We'll find places that we feel secure and comfortable and safe. But all of these are like uh, breadcrumbs. These are the zigzags of life. We are sensing that there's something in it that we need in a friendship, in a marriage with our children. We're having these moments of feeling safe, where we feel like we belong, where we fit. But it's not the end of it, right? It's supposed to be just a breadcrumb that's leading us on to this deeper place of home. And so on Easter, what the hope is, it's not just that you will live and have life after this life, right? The hope is that you'll have more than that. I love that Jesus talks about it in reference to the metaphor of a physical house, meaning a room even. That there is, in this cosmos, in the universe, you specifically have a place that you fit, a place that you belong, a place that... You will be fully safe where all needs will be met for you, where all pain, all sickness, all illness, all heaviness will be lifted from you. You will find a place. You'll find that home. And so really with life, all that life really is, it's a journey back. It's, it's finding our way back to where we've come from, which of course is in the very nature of God himself. And the promise of Easter is not just that you will live and then on the other end of death, you will find life again, but you will find home. You will find the ultimate sense of safety and belonging and peace. Now, there are three things I want to talk to you about here, right? Three things that you will miss. If you are not willing or able right now to wake up tomorrow and to be fully alive, here are three things that I want to, to challenge you. I want to encourage you. Three reasons to wake up tomorrow and to be fully alive. Here's the first one. 
is the discovery? Meaning all of life is to be a series of experiences, a series of sensing, of finding that, that experience, that feeling of home, of, of continuing to grow into a place where we are continuing to find more and more breadcrumbs or pieces of the puzzle. There is an energy and excitement that comes from discovery. When you begin to connect the dots, when you begin to put the pieces of the puzzle together, when you begin to figure out who you are, why you're alive, what makes you tick, this, there's a life in that. There's something worth being alive for in that experience. Now, you also miss the anticipation. What's odd about being a human is that we as a species, we peak our pleasure at the moment of being able to fully anticipate, meaning it's not the thing that you want the most, right? It's like buying a new car. You will not peak with your moment of just, you know, having the, the overwhelming feelings of joy and happiness. The pleasure will not peak when you actually have the car and you're driving it home. The pleasure will peak right before you actually decide to, to commit to buy the car. When you see the car, when you open the door, when you look at the seats and you feel the, the, the wheel and you, you picture yourself driving it, that's when you will have the greatest pleasure of your life with that thing. We are built to anticipate pleasure. It's almost like everything in this life will always be just short of kind of fulfilling our needs because we're not fully home yet. But there's something about the anticipation. Living your life, you should... If you ask me, the hope of God is that we would live our lives growing in the readiness and anticipation of home. That we would come to a place where we are so excited to return to that place that the pleasure would be overwhelming. And of course, I do believe that this place of home with God will be the one moment when all of our, our I don't know, dreams and anticipations are fulfilled. We'll actually be fully overwhelmed with pleasure. And here's the last thing. Discover anticipation, and then I think you're going to miss the comfort. See, part of this is that life with God is to be a series of finding ourselves in Him, finding ourselves in our friendships and relationships, finding ourselves in this, in this planet, and we begin to go through seasons of life where on the end of our life, we should be in a place where we are ready to go home. It's something that you can only understand when you're there. But I believe that one of the gifts of God for us, if we are open to the healing and the work of God in our lives, is that it makes us ready. There's a comfort. If you never experience this, there's a special type of joy and energy and excitement that comes from being ready for what comes next. Having the, the nerves of not knowing what comes next, but being ready to take that step. In those moments in my life, that's when I always feel uh, the most alive, fully alive. I'm not distracted by fear necessarily, but I have just enough to, to wake me up. And so I encourage you today. The one thing that I think all of us should, should wake up tomorrow with, the desire to be fully alive, is because the walk home, the journey to finding home it's worth being alive. It's what makes being alive uh, have its life and its color to it. And so I encourage you today, wake up tomorrow and be ready to continue this journey. Because there's so much life to be had just in the process of finding our way home.